Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hope in Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn, and I'll be your host. Let's dive in. Hey guys, today we're gonna talk a little bit about prayer. That may sound like so boring, but let's let's talk about the basics. Many of us, whether it's how we grew up or what we believed or, or maybe what we saw, we think we have to pray in a certain place or with a certain person or only in a certain way. And let me just clear the waters for you here. Nothing could be farther than the truth. Prayer is simply about you having a relationship with Jesus. Prayer is something about you talking to God. Prayer is simply a conversation. Now, each of us, I'm sure, do it in a different way. That's the way we feel comfortable. That's the way we like best. But let me just be very, very clear. There is no specific way that you have to pray or you must pray or with a special person. You can simply take your mind's attention to where you want and pray. You can simply go find somewhere to hide. You could do it with even a crowd of people. Do it before you take a test. Do it before you have to be on a certain call that you don't want to be on. Whatever it is, you can pray whenever and however you want. Now, if you want more on this, let me first of all share with you something I'm going to give you for free. Uh, if you go to hopeandstruggle.com, I created a seven-day video ebook series, and it's all about a simple guide to prayer. And yes, while there are no rules on how you should pray, this just can, I feel like, make you more comfortable if you're like, I want to pray, I know I should pray, I just don't know how, and so therefore I don't. So I think one of the worst things we can ever do when we don't know how to do something is just neglect to do it. So let, let me put it in this perspective. So I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but in, de- in December of 2019, my husband Lee passed away. God took him. It was his time. He had cancer for about 15 years. And with doing some new treatments, some really hardcore treatment, trying to get him to a place where he could have a bone marrow transplant, um, the treatment was just too much. His body couldn't handle it. And he had no immune system and just his body had an acute infection. It could not find it any, fight it any longer. So now that we're a year and a few months after that, I really want to write a book on what not to do when someone passes away. And I say that like jokingly, but like I kind of want to do it, but it's going to have to be a really kind of smart aleck book because it's going to be like truthful and then it's going to be really funny. And it's going to be like, hey, are you kidding me with this? Like, are you kidding me? Um, but I, but I, I bring that up because I've had so many people a year later say, you know, I just, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to reach out. So I just didn't. And, and, and I want to reach back and say to them, that was the worst thing you could have done. And I won't, of course, because that would be rude. But between you and I, that's the worst thing you can do. It's okay if you don't know what to say. Just reach out. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're thinking of them. Tell them that you are there if they need you and that you're praying for them. You don't have to say, hey, how are you? Because I mean, duh, how do you think they are? They're, they're not good. But doing nothing is the worst. So let's equate that to praying. You don't have to pray in a certain way. And if you grew up to thinking that you did, would you just please seek God on that? Would you please say, Jesus, do I have to pray the way my mom and dad did or, or in this manner? Because I believe wholeheartedly that while the Bible gives us kind of a guide, like the, the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus talks about that, 
it's just an example. It just says when you pray, pray in this way. And if you look at it, it's just like kind of a little list of like, you know, please forgive me, please forgive those, you know, that have hurt me and that I want to, you know, love you and, and show me. Like it, it's, it's, it's a general thing. It's not the exact words and it's not necessarily in the exact order, but I will tell you what it does need to be, you guys. Prayer needs to be real. It needs to be from your heart. It needs to be honest. And I think that is the beginning. It just needs to happen. The worst thing we can do is to not do it because we don't know how to do it right. You guys just pray. It's a conversation. If Jesus is as real to you as he is to me, it's a relationship with my friend. It's a relationship with the with, with Jesus, who's my husband at this point. He's a relationship with me. He's my father. He's my help. He's my friend. I try not to well up right now, but he's everything. He's come in and filled every single hole in my life and every void because there's a lot right now as I'm trying to figure out my life, being a single mom and being a single person, being what the world calls a widow, even though I can't stand that name. Prayer is everything. It's where the relationship becomes alive and it becomes real. We learn more about God's Word through His Bible. We learn more about His character through His Word. And you guys, we don't have to know about the history of the Bible. And oh my gosh, when was this? And who's this John guy? You know, and who is, you know, Jezebel? And who is Samson? We don't have to know. (laughs) I said Jezebel. We don't have to know about all that. We just have to begin a relationship. Think about people that didn't even have the Bible, you guys, that had a real relationship. There is a way we just have to seek Him. I think prayer can be really confusing. And seeing how some people pray and seeing how some families do it or even some religions, the right thing to do is to pray. You can even say, God, I don't even know what to pray. I don't know how to pray, but I need your help. Or I want you to be real to me. Show me how you will be, how you can be real to me. And he will. Within that guide that I mentioned earlier, I've got scripture. I've got even videos where I come in and, you know, tell you a few things. But it's just an ebook just saying there's no right or wrong way. Just share your heart. He already knows, but he wants you to come to him. Make it be about a real relationship. You can pray any way you want, but I'm going to share with you what always, the way I pray, and that's only because this is what works for my mind, and I think my energy level and my personality, and I just always begin just trying to calm myself down a little bit, like taking deep breaths, rolling my shoulders up and back, and just finding a place that I can be quiet. That's a lot of times in my car. It's a lot of times in my closet of all places. My house is a lot quieter these days, and I don't necessarily like that, but it does allow for easy, calming prayer time. And if you're someone that's high energy like me, that may take you a little bit, but it can be done. Once I kind of chill out and calm, I take a few deep breaths in, and I first just start praising Him. I just start by mustering everything I can up in my mind about how wonderful He is. He's wonderful because of what He did for us. He's wonderful because of my children. He's wonderful for the goodness I can still see in life and in this world, regardless of the loss of Lee, regardless of the loss of my sister, and regardless of the civil unrest that's around our world right now. 
He is still good. From the littlest things to the sunshine or that you have food on your table to the biggest things that He died for our sins, just praise Him. I mean, there's just go, go, go. Look, I mean, there's so many things. Once we start, and I don't know what's going on in your life, if you feel super negative and that you can see nothing good, there are things that are good. Ask for Him to show you what those things are. So I start by praising Him. And then I secondly start lifting up others, even people I don't want to lift up, but they're come to my mind. So therefore, that's what I believe is the Holy Spirit saying, Mindy, pray for that person, even though you're not real happy with them, or even though they were mean or hateful or whatever, still pray for them. And I try to lift up everyone I can think of, every person. And even if I don't remember the name, you remember a situation. I even think of things on like Instagram and Facebook when people will say, please pray for my family. Please pray for my sister. I don't necessarily remember that person's name, but God knows. Lord, that girl on Instagram with her sister with cancer, I lift them up to you. Just ask for Jesus to help. I always ask for God to forgive me of my sins. He has and He will. I just want nothing to come in between me and my prayer. I would nothing would want nothing to come in between us. I mean, sin is the thing that comes in between us and Christ. And I just want God to get that out of here. And sometimes I don't even remember, but please, Lord, help me get that out. And please help me make better decisions if that's something I'm continuously doing. And then, I mean, lastly, I pray for myself. So, I mean, it's really just praising God. I ask forgiveness. I want to pray for others. And then lastly, I want to pray for myself and just ask for God just to help me. Help me with the things I struggle with. And I may name them individually. I may name them in general. Ask Him to help me with whatever He wants me to do with our fitness business, with the Bible babes, with hope and struggle. Just let your will be done, but let me also take action on all the things I'm supposed to take action on, my personal health. Yes, my personal finances. Every individual I need to reach out to. Uh, what do I need to read? What do I need to write? Lord, just give me strength in all those areas where I'm weak because it's really interesting what God's done in my life. It's like the things, yeah, He's using all my interesting, kind of weird, quirky attributes that He's given me <laughs> for good, but also all the areas that I kind of struggle with and have always, many times he calls me to do something with those. And that used to always just freak me out. I'm like, God, why would you ever ask me to write? I'm a much better speaker than I am a writer. But what's cool about the areas where we are weak, when we ask him to help us and we include him, he becomes strong in all those areas where we're weak, and therefore they become that much better. And he speaks through all those areas. But the difference is, I was willing, you know, as opposed to saying, oh, I can't write, so I won't. No, I'll try, but God, you're going to have to speak through it because you know that's not my forte. But he works through those things. And I just typically always say thank you. I just, all the things, and then and then that, it's not the only time I pray. It's throughout, you know, the day and throughout the different situations. And the only other thing I can add to this, you guys, is, and this is the hardest thing for me too, but Try to find a time in your day where you can just be quiet before Him. Like, how uncomfortable does that sound and feel? You may be, oh my gosh, I can't wait to do that. To sit still and just like roll my shoulders back and to try to like, go, oh God, show me what you want for me. Yo, God, show me what it is 
you have, you know, you know, just like to ah, sit there and try to receive it. It's really, really hard at first. And if you're anything like me, higher energy, maybe you're a fitness person, I don't know, but it's tough to be still. We're, we feel like we're accomplishing things when we're doing, but you guys, it's not true. There's a difference between being productive and busy. And we have to figure that out. I learned a long time ago that busy does not mean productive. I want to be productive. And many, many times that doesn't come from me doing things like with my hands and running around and cleaning this and organizing this and doing all this. Sometimes it is the most productive thing I can do is to sit and be still at the feet of God. I try to bring my heart's attention and my mind's attention to the feet of Jesus and just say, Jesus, I love you. I'm here. Please show me. And the cool thing that comes from that, you guys, is not only peace, but it's almost like he takes all of that junk inside me and he cleans it out to where I'm back to kind of ground zero and ready to go again, where I don't just have stuff piling on stuff, piling on stuff, piling on stuff that I never get rid of or never come to grips with. I think it's the difference in being able to sleep in a quiet house with a quiet heart than having to sleep with noise and music and a TV on because we just can't handle all the stuff going on in our brain. You guys, one of the best things I've learned is that we have to ask the Holy Spirit to take captive all of our racing thoughts. The racing thoughts are what lead to unrest and anxiety. We have to take every thought captive under the Holy Spirit and just say, Holy Spirit, please take my thoughts captive. They're going crazy. Please, in the name of Jesus, take them. You do that enough, it's going to happen. Because here's the thing, you guys, worrying doesn't add anything to our lives. Being anxious means we don't trust God. And I say that out of love. If we're constantly anxious, where are we putting our hope? Where are we putting our worries? Where are we putting our concerns? Just back in a cycle within our brain, a circle, 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 circle. Why can't we do what the Bible tells us to do? Give it to Jesus. Take our thoughts captive. Holy Spirit, come and take all my thoughts captive. You guys, I know it's not easy at all to do that. But of all the struggles I've been through, all of the things that used to scare me. In the name of Jesus, I've given them to him. He is the answer. Every void in your life is a God-sized hole that only he can fill. And constantly, continuously, daily coming to him and resting at his feet is the answer. It's the answer for me. It's been the answer for so many people I know. He is the ultimate answer. Let me pray. Oh, Jesus, I love you so much. Thank you that we can pray at any time, anywhere, with someone, on a podcast, or all by ourselves, or even with the gentleman who just rang the doorbell. Lord, I just thank you for my dogs. <laughs> but I thank you for this community. I thank you, Lord God, that your truth reigns regardless of what's going on in this world. I lift up my friends who struggle with anxiety. I lift up my friends who just struggle seeing what's happening in our world and just not understanding. Lord, I don't think it's our place to understand. I've tried so long to understand why things have happened in my life. Why did you take the people you took, Jesus? Why have things changed in so many ways, Lord? And if I focus on the why, I can't focus on the purpose of it all. Jesus, I just lift up my friends. I lift them up, Lord. You know what they're hurting. You know what's going on in their lives. Regardless of what's going on, Lord, I believe wholeheartedly you are the answer. Lord, please remind us to come to our knees. 
before we do anything else. Please remind us to open our hands to you and ask for your help, your guidance, but to just praise you for your goodness, Lord. You are real. You are here. You'll never leave us or forsake us. Lord, you've already won. You've won that fight on the cross, Lord God. You rose again. You beat death. Lord, you are our hope. You're our true salvation. Lord, please draw us close to you. Make us hungry for you. Make us hungry for your word, Jesus, because that's where all of the peace and just that peace that surpasses all understanding, that's where that lies, Lord God. It lies at your feet. Lord, please make us just be reminded daily that is what we should do. Instead of looking around, let us look in your words. Instead of looking around at everything else or even looking in the mirror, Jesus, let us look up to you. I ask all this in your holy, precious name. Amen. Hey guys, thank you for being here for this call. Please don't forget to go to Hope and Struggle and check out that seven day video ebook series. I'm gonna give it to you for free. Just go in and put in the code PRAY, P-R-A-Y in all caps, and I will give you that for free. Now listen, I need for you to do a couple things for me. Come to Hope and Struggle or thebiblebabes.com and I need you to leave a comment and tag me leave a comment about this podcast, about that particular post, and just tag at Mindy Lawhorn. And I am going to put your name in a drawing for a free 15 minute call. I would love to talk to you. We can do a Zoom call. We can do just like a legit old school, like ear to ear call. But one person a week, I'm going to pick and we're going to talk. We can pray together. We can talk about whatever it is you want. But I am so excited about what God is going to do in 2021. I cannot even tell you. Please come to thebiblebabes.com also. That's where we have a wonderful women's ministry site that is a membership that we are starting to grow. We have tons of Bible studies. We have live weekly calls. We are entering into a really cool optional, of course, daily text message um, where I pray for you or we share scriptures or a beautiful new song or just a devotional. It's something that God has put on my heart and that we're launching it this year. I would love to hear from you. Let me know and don't forget to tag me. Bye.